Good morning. This is John Richardson speaking with you from Toronto, Canada. It is Friday, March 10th, 2023, and this is part two of my check-in with Keith Redmond today. And we are, I think, going to talk about the whole voting issue, but let's see what Keith thinks about that. How are you doing today, Keith? I'm doing just fine. I'm doing just fine. So we're going to be talking about voting as an American living overseas. All right. So this is this is interesting because, you know, I've seen a lot of stuff on Twitter about, you know, this sort of get out the vote thing, right? Uh, right. Coming 100%, 100% from the Democrats. Um, you know, the Republicans, for better or for worse, don't seem to be interested in mining that particular demographic. Um, so it's this constant, constant, constant one get out of the vote. But the second thing that I find interesting is that only in the rarest of circumstances, and even then, I think it's just dem the Democrats abroad tax group that ever talks about any issue that's not just sort of, you know, somehow an American based issue. Would that be correct? Yeah, that, I mean, that is correct. Um, you know, I must say, in absolute terms, getting out the vote is a good thing. There's nothing wrong with that to get people to sign up to vote. Absolutely nothing wrong whatsoever. But the problem is, is that it's done in such a way where they're not even addressing or acknowledging any issues that adversely affect Americans overseas. Case in point is that during the last get out the vote, you had the Speaker of the House at the time, Nancy Pelosi, coming on and did a little video snippet to get out the vote for Americans overseas. And she did not even mention any issues vis-a-vis -vis FATCA or the way U.S. taxes its citizens outside the United States whatsoever. And I personally find it uh, mind-boggling. I just um, have a very difficult time on why... American immigrants, Americans who permanently live overseas, why they would vote as if they are living in the United States and not voting like they're living outside the United States in their resident countries and taking the resident countries into account on how they vote. Does yeah. that make sense? Well, it, it certainly does make sense. I and mean, it's almost as though uh, the, you know, it's almost as though the Democrats want to ignore the persecution of Americans abroad completely, uh, you know, in the discussion. I mean, maybe it's because it's so bad that, you know, they don't want to open the door on it. But I, I think that this is a, a very, very serious problem, um, you know, on a number of levels. And I am not sure that, well, actually, in my own mind, I am sure. Uh, I don't think that I think the real question here is what's the best use of your vote, right? So American citizens have the right to vote. So it seems to me that they can vote in the following ways. They can vote for the Democrats. They can vote for the Republicans. They cannot vote. Or they vote for independents or whomever. Well, so, so, yeah, but there's, those are not going to make a huge. That's equivalent to not voting, I think, in a certain sense. Right. right. But you have the right to do that, is what well, I'm saying. Okay, but but yeah. you say you don't vote 
for either yeah. the Democrats or the Republicans, either by voting for an independent or by not voting and just sending a note to the Democrats saying, oh, by the way, uh, you know, I'm the best use of my vote is to not vote for you uh, because, you know, you're not standing up for, for the interests of Americans abroad, right? Right. And, and, and the other... If that might no, not be... If that might not be the you know the preferred way to go, because you know at this point, uh, you know the Democrats, whether sure or not, uh, you know walk around saying, "Wow, you know the vote from abroad was important in the last election and delivered to Arizona and Georgia this sort of stuff," you know. But yet, uh, you know we see uh, no movement at all uh, to help Americans abroad. Uh, we see. Uh, you know, I actually think that things are getting worse, all right, uh, partly because of the, the Supreme Court decision in Bittner, which in fairness was a help to Bittner, but not really to Americans abroad at all. Uh, yeah, but I, I think, you know, I mean, at the very minimum, at the very minimum, not, you know, not having any candidates acknowledge the difficulties of Americans overseas and not willing to do something about it, but not even acknowledging it is actually insulting. And the expectation is you still got to vote this way. Personally, you know, whether it's Democrat or Republican or whatever, why would one vote for a candidate who doesn't even acknowledge your issues? Now, I have some people say to me, well, you're just being a one issue voter and that's being very selfish. Well, I disagree with that. You have a lot of people in the United States who are one issue voters, whether that be in the LGBTQ community, whether that be in the African-American population or any of that sort. You're going to be voting on issues that personally affect you. So I just uh, find it. You know uh, what? Whether they're one issue voters or not is irrelevant. It's completely irrelevant. And I well, I bring it up because there's pushback. Say, well, how can you just be a one issue voter? That's why I bring it up. Because that's my right is the answer. That's yeah. my right. I have the right to be a one-issue voter or a two-issue voter or a three-issue voter or anything I want. I would point out that the Democrats' abroad campaign is based on only one issue, based on only one issue, and that's to get people to vote for a Democrat, any living, breathing a Democrat. How is this different? Yeah. And that, you know, and I think you maybe I have a little different take than you do and maybe not. That's fine if you want to vote for a Democrat. But why don't you vote for one that at least acknowledges the terrible situation that you are in as an American overseas? Who would that be? That's the big question. Have no idea. Have no idea. When you don't even have the former Speaker of the House even acknowledging it speaks volumes. And I find it personally, and this is just my opinion, I find it an insult to the country in which you live by voting on just America, homeland American issues. Actually, because Keith, you're far too kind. It's far worse than an insult because, you know, American policies are designed, well, maybe not designed, but they have the clear effect of imposing U.S. taxation on residents of other countries that don't live in the United States. I mean, take, for example, you know, this absolutely amazing and completely idiotic Elizabeth Warren wealth tax proposal. Well, okay. 
Yeah, well, I mean, what's so obvious about that is that, uh, you know, the way the Internal Revenue Code works is there are community property countries, and this is determined internally by the law of the country. So, I mean, to support the Elizabeth Warren wealth tax is to actually support U.S. wealth confiscation of, of uh, residents of other countries that aren't even U.S. citizens. Why? Because if a U.S. citizen is married to a non-citizen, okay, and under right. the property principles, the non-citizen is deemed to own that property is going to be taxed by the U.S., right? So, you know, in a very real sense, uh, to not address these issues is actually damaging people's countries of residence, right? And I think more than a theoretical way. Yeah. No, I, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm specifically, you know, I think we're specifically talking about Americans who are permanently living outside the United States. Obviously, you know, somebody who's just a student outside and needs to vote because they're away for that particular time um, where they can't vote in the U.S. I get that. I get that. But anybody who's living permanently outside the U.S., I'm sorry, they have no business voting for Homeland American issues considering the Democrats damage that's are done. trying to harvest the votes of precisely that demographic. Which demographic is that, John? The ones who live permanently outside the United States. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, in Canada, for example, I mean, they, they actually drive around in these uh, these painted up cars, you know, to advertise voting uh, in American elections. Right. They're without even acknowledging any of the problems. Yeah. What's that? Without even acknowledging any of the problems of Americans overseas. Right. They, they don't want to talk about them at all. Not at yeah. all. You know, yeah. they want to pretend like they don't exist and that you're somehow selfish, uh, you know, if, if you want to raise these as issues. Yeah. I would also point something else out here that that I've, I've long uh, thought that this emphasis on, you know, voting for a particular party is actually a very unpatriotic thing to do if you care about America at all, because there's no possible way that given the way the political parties work, which is just to wage war on each other, okay, there's no possible way mm -hmm. that to vote for a political party because they're a particular party. You know, that's not a vote for America. That's a vote for a party. I mean, mm -hmm. if you're going to support America, if that's what you're trying to do at least, you know, have an open mind, okay, and not just... Uh, you know, like a trained seal, vote for a Democrat or vote for a Republican or something like that. Yeah, no, I agree. So so let me ask you this. So we've kind of vented our frustration in regards to voting and Americans living outside the U.S. permanently. So what would what would what would you suggest that how should an American overseas look at voting for him or herself? What should they take into consideration when they choose to vote or not vote? Well, I think the question is not who to vote for. The question is how to best use your vote to either mm -hmm. further the interests of America or in a way that reflects your own interests. OK. And by the way, let's not kid ourselves. Yeah. Uh, you know, these sanctimonious claims from some of these people that, well, you know, 
Uh, there's a broad spectrum. I mean, yeah, that that may very well be, but the simple truth of the matter is that all these people vote for their interests. And, and even worse, that's what they define the democratic process to be, where you go and vote your interest, you know, and sort of, you know, majority rule type of thing. Right. But I think that, I think that the way people ought to think about this is that, yes, they have the right to vote, and they're going to use that vote in whatever bet, in whatever bet either furthers the interests of America as a whole, Okay, which is not the same thing as voting for the Democrats or voting for the Republicans, clearly. Okay, mm-hmm. that's best for America as a whole, or I think that they should be concerned with this particular issue, which is, you know, the impact of uh, U.S. tax and extratori- other extraterritorial policies like extradition treaties and that affect their country of residence. Now, that's the first thing, how to best use your vote. And... I think that uh, actually being a longtime observer of this, I think the best use of the vote, and I think this is really only relevant to the Democrats because they're, you know, in fairness, they're the only party that has any presence outside the United States. I mean, I wish the Republicans yeah. did, but they don't. Okay. Right. Um, you know, I think the question is are you better uh, serving these interests by voting for the Democrats or by not voting at all and telling the Democrats why you won't vote for them? And I think it's probably yeah. the latter. Yeah. I think it's probably the latter. I mean, you know, you keep voting for these Democrats, uh, you know, that's the surest guarantee that you're not going to get any help from them. Yeah, it's kind of the definition of insanity. Yeah, but we're dealing with, you know, we're dealing with, um, you know, uh, citizens of a, you know, citizens with a certain kind of mindset, which is that, all politics really is, is, you know, the Democrats waging war on the Republicans and vice versa. Yeah. You know, I think that these Americans abroad, if they care enough to vote, should should vote for the vote for America. Vote for America. Vote for the things that are best for America. And uh, that's a completely different thing from the idea of just reflexively voting for a political party. It may be there's some overlap. But it seems to me that the very existence of the political parties probably facilitates voting in a way that nobody cares about America. Well, I'm going to, you know, as some people always uh, joke with me because I'm always Mr. Devil's Advocate. So I'm going to be Mr. Devil's Advocate here. You say, you know, vote for what's best for America. Yeah, but if you vote for what's best for America, that might be um, detrimental to you as an American overseas. You see what I mean? Oh, absolutely. So is it- I mean, I said either do that. Or vote for, you know, your own interests. The point I make, I mean, you know, people know that. People know that. I mean, they may, there are certain segments out there who think that, you know, as a human being, I'm irrelevant. You know, probably reinforced by the fact that you're an American. Uh, All that matters is being, you know, part of this great whole, so to speak. And therefore, I'm going to vote for, you know, what I think and best helps this great whole, the country as a whole. That's what it means to be an American patriot in their view. Yeah. Um, you know, or the other way is just to say, well, uh, you know, this is an extremely important issue and I'm going to vote for it in the way or use my vote in the way that best furthers that. Right. But, I mean, huh. you can vote or you can not vote. And I think that actually not voting along with a strong explanation of why you're not voting. Uh, yeah might be might be the best course of action here 
Yeah, and I would say, you know, I, I like what you said there is that, you know, I'm not voting and I'm going to submit to the American overseas political organizations my reason so they are aware of why I'm not voting, because you're not addressing American overseas issues. They need to be aware of that. Yeah, it this doesn't make more sense, just logically. Yeah, it does. I mean, you it know, does. why would anybody imagine that if you go out and vote for a bunch of Democrats or anything else? That, you know, somehow or other, if they have your vote for free, why in the world would they, uh, you know, address any of your issues? Particularly since, you know, uh, I mean, in all fairness, okay, um, you know, most of politics is taxation, right? You know, if you look at what's going on. And, um, you know, Americans are broader. But Justice Stone in another era might have called a discreet and insular minority, right? Meaning they don't matter in the political process. Yeah. That is, they well, don't they matter in the process of making policy because they're a minority. However, right. you know, they might be able to get together and say, well, you know, that is true. Uh, we don't matter in policy. And for that reason, we are, you know, we're not going to vote uh, we're not going to vote for Democrats or anybody else, uh, really. But we're going to go a step further. We're going to say, well, uh, you know, we're going to let you know why you're not getting our vote, just as a matter of interest. And, you know, you can absorb that or not absorb that. But I think that that's probably, you know, the better way to go. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So... In conclusion to this podcast, it would be either vote for those who at least who acknowledge the problems of Americans overseas. And if there's nobody around, don't vote and submit why you're not voting to the American overseas political organizations. Let them know. I think that's right. But I would preface it with something that I think is, is much more foundational. Okay. But yeah. Accepting that the right to vote has value and that it's important. Yes. The right to vote includes the right not to vote. And so it seems to me that the way people should view this problem or this opportunity is to use their right to vote in the way that best facilitates the interests of Americans abroad or the United States generally, if that's what you want to do. Okay. Yeah. And that, first of all, does not mean voting for any particular political party, number one. Okay. Because right. that's certainly not voting for America. I mean, uh, you know, that's voting for a political party, right? And yes. secondly, it does not mean necessarily voting. It means by not voting, you can communicate your decision to the appropriate party or parties, and that may have an impact on, you know, whether you get any representation down the road. Yeah. So it seems okay. to me that that's sort of, uh, you know, where this is. Okay. That sounds like a good conclusion. All right. So again, uh, this is John Richardson. I'm speaking with Keith Redman. And uh, Keith, you want to give the coordinates for your Facebook group if people want to join or whatever? Yeah. So it would be American Expatriates for Residency-Based Taxation. If you type that into the search bar in Facebook, you will find it.
Are they really for residency-based taxation in your group? Uh, some are. A few? Yeah, there are some who are for residency-based taxation. Why do you think there are other? Why do you think it's so difficult for Americans abroad to embrace the concept that they shouldn't be taxed by the United States if they don't live there? That's a good question, and that might be a, a question for another podcast. <laughs> I guess so. All right, Keith. Well, have yourself a good day. All right, you too. Thank you.